0: What is up y'all if you are going to be in the San Francisco Bay Area Sunday April 23rd I want to personally invite you to Business Brunch. Business Brunch is a training, a live training, in-person training that I am putting on sponsored by your favorite Latinas Booked Out podcast in Oakland or the surrounding Bay Area. This event is happening Sunday, April 23rd from 9.30 a.m. till 12.30 p.m. I'm going to be teaching you the mindset and marketing tools that transformed my business over and over and over again as I've scaled Come and join me. Let's brunch among fellow women of color, entrepreneurs, and coaches, and let's just talk business. Let's talk business, and I'm encouraging everyone to bring million-dollar energy and dress like their million-dollar self. Now, look, if you're anything like me, I'm feeling a little so so these days because I'm postpartum. (laughs) But I just really want you to practice coming to this event and bringing your best CEO energy. This is the energy I want for this brunch. And I want us to brunch. I want us to talk business. I want to teach you what I know. Um, this event will not be huge so get your ticket now tickets are $97 and if you are a past or current client you have a discount code so make sure to reach out to me individually for that code but if you are interested and you'll be in the a- bay area sunday april 23rd make sure to join details are below to get your ticket all right y'all let's get started with the show So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day. I am so excited about today's episode. We have my client... Natalia Segoviano, on the podcast. She is a money coach. She is a mom, a wife. She is the breadwinner in her home, and she works a nine-to-five. She has a whole career outside of her business. Today, I had her on the show so she could tell you a little bit about how she created more than $20,000 in just, I believe it's something around a 40-day time frame. Now, these results aren't everyone's results, but I wanted to get her on the show because she wears so many hats. And a lot of people think that they need to do more to create more. And that's not her story. I challenged her to do less, to calm down, to focus on feeling good in her business and doing the things she needed to do to have a calm, collected CEO mindset. She did that and then she created $20,000 $20,000 plus. So today, today's episode is all about her experience. She shares her thoughts, her experience on how she created that money while navigating all the other things in life. So make sure to stay on to listen to that. Secondly, I work with Natalia one-on-one. So I want to take the time to invite you to work with me one-on-one If you want that one-on-one support. So right now I have a few spots open for one-on-one coaching before I go hard on selling and launching my mastermind. So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, let me tell you a little bit about it. My one-on-one coaching program is six months long. We meet every single week for 24 weeks. We are dedicated to getting you to your business where you want it to be. You'll have access to me outside of the calls via Voxer, and you have access to all of my curriculum. That's four different portals for all of the programs that I've hosted since the beginning of my business. Now, if this is something you're interested in, the investment is $10,000. If you pay in full, you get an extra month of coaching or a VIP day. And if you want a payment plan, the payment plan is four payments of $2,500. If you're interested, reach out using the link in bio on my Instagram account, on my website, catdelcarman.com, or you could look below in the show notes to book a call with me so we could figure out if one-on-one coaching makes sense for you. And for those of you who are interested in working with me, but right now is not the time, I invite you to get on the wait list for Show Up and Lead Mastermind. So, Show Up and Lead Mastermind is my mastermind that is six months long. We get started in August, so it's a while away, but doors open to Show Up and Lead Mastermind in June, June 8th to be exact. So, this mastermind, is a six-month mastermind helping women of color coaches, course graders, and online educators get fully booked, create six figures and beyond, and really become change-making leaders in their community. Here's what you'll you're gonna learn: you're gonna learn how to think like a CEO, and how to make CEO decisions. No more going back and forth in your decisions, creating a brand new offer every time one doesn't sell. That's not how CEOs make decisions. I'm also going to teach you how to create demand on demand. Anytime you want, I want you to understand exactly what you need to do to t- to make money anytime you want. All my curriculum within this program is all about helping you get fully booked in six months. You will learn how to get fully booked and probably sooner than six months. Most of my clients book out much sooner. Lastly, you will learn how to market like a leader. I'm going to share my advanced marketing strategies that help you understand your clients like you've never understood them before. This is a lot of the work we do. We do a lot of thinking about our clients because that's what makes you a better marketer. And lastly, you're going to become a better coach because when you care this much about getting your clients results, it 100% will affect the way you coach and lead your clients. All right, y'all. So if you're interested, get on the wait list. You'll see the link below as well. And if you have any questions, feel free to go to catdelcarmen.com, or you can just DM me on Instagram at KatDelCarmen and send me a message, any questions you have. All right, y'all, let's get started with this amazing episode featuring my client, Natalia. So Natalia is a money coach who empowers her community Towards financial freedom, she works on money mindset with her clients, debt payoff, and teaches them how to invest. She's such an example of what is possible, seeing that she is the head of her household. One income, making less than 100 k in Los Angeles, California, and she's teaching you how you can set yourself up to be financially free. This woman is incredible. So make sure that you follow her on Instagram at mom underscore money underscore boss and listen in to hear her $20,000 in 40 days story. All right, y'all. What is up, y'all? I'm so excited to have the amazing, the incredible Natalia Segoviano on the podcast. She's a client of mine. She is a money coach. She's a lot of things. Um, I'll, I'll get into it in just a second, but she's amazing and she's created some amazing stuff. Welcome to the show, Natalia I'm so excited you are here because you listened to the podcast. Yeah, You were so. literally coaching me through the
1: podcast for so long. And I knew, I knew I had. to. I'm so
0: excited you're here <laughs> to tell your story because I feel like you, you are so many hats and I really want people to get an in-depth look of like what it looks like to create a whole bunch of money in a short amount of time and that it is possible. So Let's get started. Can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah. So, my name is Natalia. I am a money coach part time over at Mom Money Boss. Um, I do one on one coaching and I also have a group coaching program with another coach that I we do it together. Um, and that's primarily what I do for now. Uh, I'm also a full time nine to fiver, so, I have a job. Um, and I'm a mom, <laughs> I'm a CrossFitter, I'm a wife, I'm the breadwinner, so a little bit of everything. Uh, and yeah. you're also
0: Guatemalteca, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> We're both yes. Guatemalans.
1: Yeah, I was born in Guatemala and so I love Guatemalan culture and everything food. Everything.
0: I remember when you first reached out. Well, not, not maybe it wasn't even when you first reached out. When we first connected, right on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, a fellow Chapina!" I was, I was just really excited. And then when you wanted to work with me, I was like, "Oh, I this is my dream work." Anytime, like, I mean, honestly, I lo- obviously I love all my clients, but when you're Guatemalan, it's like, oh my God, it's like, it's like why I got into business, right? Like I got into business looking at my cousins and like looking at them and wanting so much for them. And when it's someone who's Guatemalan, it's like, it is like your cousin. (laughs) So anyways, okay, let's get started on your story. I want to talk about where your business was at and where your mindset was at before we started working together and like yeah. What was, what was your mindset like and what, where was your business at before we started working together?
1: So when I, when I reached out to work together, uh, man, I was an anxious ball, basically. I was so anxious all the time. My business was taking up so much mental space. I was uh, like almost on the verge of like full blown anxiety attack over just like feeling overwhelmed by everything at that time I was in the middle of onboarding and also doing a lot of discovery calls for our program and I just felt so so overwhelmed with everything and so you know I just knew I I was like I know that I need help I need something because I was in a very bad place honestly like I I was crying I was so emotional about it just because um I don't know if it was like burnout or because I was overthinking everything in my head a lot about the business. So it was kind of like in one of those like really hectic moments in my business where I was questioning, how am I going to do this long-term? I was like, I don't understand like how I'll be able to keep this up. So I was really questioning like where I'm going to go with my business. And I didn't know what it could look like really.
0: How much money had you made in your business at that point?
1: Yeah. Around. So I would say maybe 15,000. Um, I ended up last year making about 19. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's where your business is at. What was the turning point? I want to set the picture of like everything that happened. And then at that towards the end, I have a lot of questions about the how, but what was the turning point in your decision-making in 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 spending five figures on a coach cuz that's so much money what especially you as a money coach and you being very like budget friendly and like you're the breadwinner right like h- how did you come to that decision
1: so it was funny because i actually was on ig live when i like decided to i was like i'm going to go for it and i was like in tears because there was a lot of feelings that came up with it but what what brought me to it was just i felt like i couldn't figure it out on my own like i was going back and forth in my head i was overthinking i was putting so much energy and mental space to the business that i was ignoring you know, my nine to five sometimes, and I was distracted and I was so anxious over like, oh, okay, is is this person gonna sign up for the program? Are they not? And like constantly waiting for emails, waiting, you know, it was like that anxiety of like, is this gonna happen or is this not gonna happen? And I was just in a circle of that. I was in a circle of just constant, like literally I had to delete my my Gmail from my my, my phone. So I would stop. I, you know, would delete Instagram because it was so distracting. It was just my mind was like all about like, what do I need to do? What am I missing? How do I do this? How do I do that? A lot of just like, you know, turmoil in my head. And so, when I finally decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to, um, you know, reach out to you about the um, show up and lead, right? Because that's what I wanted to do. And even like the thought of spending $6,000 was scary because i was like how am i going to spend this much money i'm like i don't even have that much money like in cash and to me as a business coach i'm like i need the cash before i can do anything right like you know you preach like if you're going to swipe your credit card make sure you have the cash and so it was really uncomfortable for me to think like how am i going to do this like where am i going to put it and so I decided, I was like, I'll just apply for a business credit card that has zero interest and then I'll pay for it and then I'll pay it back over time. So that's when I decided to do that. And I first decided to, uh, to get on a call with you about show up and lead, right? And I was like, well, I don't know if I qualify because I hadn't even made that much money um, at that point. And so, you know, it, it, I didn't qualify for like, I think it was what, 25,000 they had to have in sales. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm not even there. So I, then when we got on the call and then you said one-on-one, I was like, I'm sold. Like I didn't even need, like, I didn't, you know, I was just like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, I, in my head, I was like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And so.
0: And one-on-one is $4,000 more know.
1: <laughs> You know, but
0: it's like a lot more. The money. funny
1: part is that, so I applied for the business credit card and I was only approved for 5000 and so I was like, oh my God, how I need more money. Like, I, And so I even like, yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? But, you know, you worked with me to be able to make that happen. And I was like, yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. And then like, you know, from the other money I had from the business, I would just pay the card down little by little. And so it's almost completely yeah. paid off now. Um, but, you know, it's just, it was a lot of anxiety even around that. And also like, yeah. you know, spending that much money on myself felt a little bit selfish yeah. for me um, as a mom, as a wife, you know. <laughs> Um, it felt very like I had a lot of guilt, but I knew that if I wanted to get ahead and be in a good place in my business, that I had to make the commitment.
0: Yes. That's a really scary time. Not scary. Well, you know, it is kind of scary. It's like a very nerve wracking time when you know exactly what you want. And now it's, I felt that way when did I feel that way? The, the first time I invested like $25,000 into a mastermind, I had the cash cause my business was growing, but the, I think it was the third time I invested in that same program. I didn't have the cash and like on hand. And I knew I, make money I had made lots of money before but it's like when you don't have it and you need to figure it out all these thoughts can come up like oh my god you're making a wrong decision are you sure about this is this crazy like in circles and circles and circles so I 100% get it um let's before I actually I should have started with this but let's start let's take a little pause off of your story and I promise you we'll get back to it But can we just talk about how you started your money coaching business? Like, what did that story look like?
1: So it all started really with just me having a private Instagram with only my friends and family on there. And I was basically just sharing my budgeting journey. That's it. Um, You know, I just wanted to teach all of my friends and family everything that I was learning because budgeting really, truly um, changed my life. And so I just wanted to share that. And that's how it started. And over time, literally over the first few months, my friends and family started asking me for um, workshops. And so they were like, hey, can you teach me how to do this, how to do that? And that's how it really started to make money. My first year, I made about $500. (laughs) And I was excited about that. I was like, oh my god, I made $500. You know, like, I would sell my workshops at like $25 each. And then you know, I would have like a 10 people and it was it was like really good flow from there. Um, and then when I finally went public after my um, feature at on Personal Finance Club, um, then that's when, you know, I went public and I started sharing a lot. But even that was a big fear of mine um, because I, I really fear just, you know, social media and like being open to just anybody all the time is really like anxiety inducing, or even like my family knowing I really don't talk to my family about my business. <laughs> um, and so I, it felt very uncomfortable because I like to be very vulnerable, but knowing, for example, like my mom is following me, I felt like it would hinder me from being able to be vulnerable. Um, so just things like that. And finally, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do it. And I just like ripped the band aid and that's kind of how it all just, you know, went along. And then I just kept, kept taking chances, really. Um, I applied to become a scholarship recipient for FinCon and I got it that year. Um, so I got a scholarship to go to FinCon where I got to make a lot of different connections of people in the, the money coaching and money creator community. Um, and then it just took off from there.
0: That's amazing. Okay. So you built this business. You were in a place where you knew something had to change because you just were spinning and spinning and spinning about your, at that time it was a group program. And um, no, I think we could all relate to that specific feeling when like, it's like complete overwhelm, but the overwhelm's in your mind. Like mm-hmm. the overwhelm is like a hundred percent like created by your own mind even if it doesn't feel like that it's like it 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 feels like like sprinting like sprinting mm-hmm. to some location you don't even know where it is right um so tell us what so okay let's just start let's just be clear here before we get into the how you did it story
1: mm-hmm.
0: tell us again how much money have you made In I think it's like a forty day period ish. Yeah, it's been like about six weeks. Like I'm just like I'm thinking of since you got that first one to this last one, Um, probably about forty to sixty days, something like that. Less than two months though. I feel like it's been less than two months. How much money have you made? Um, twenty thousand two hundred and thirty dollars. And is that cash? Or gross? Um, Gross. That's gross. Okay, okay. And then you have payment plans. Yeah, I
1: have one payment plan only. Most clients have paid in full, which to me
0: even that is something. Yeah, we should talk in, about that.
1: Completely new, yeah.
0: And your prices <laughs> even changed, right? Like really quickly oh, yeah. because people just were like, yeah, 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 yeah. You got busy yes. really quickly. Okay. Yeah. So, let's you've made $20,000 as the breadwinner of your family. You have a 9 to 5, you have a child, you have a young child, right? You have a little, yeah, you have a young child, you have a husband, you have a career outside of this and you like, let's talk about how you made this happen. So, but I want to start at like the very beginning because I remember a lot of our time together, we talked a lot about mindset Mm
1: -hmm. and we
0: made some decisions. That was really it. Yeah. Tell me about like, what was your experience while you were in the first like month of our coaching when you weren't seeing all of this um, and you were just trusting the process and you were trusting me, right? Like I was like, no, you're doing enough. And you're like, are you sure? <laughs> tell me, tell me about your experience that first like month, month and a half.
1: So, you know, at first I was like, well, right now I'm not doing much because, you know, I was about to go on vacation and, you know, technically like nothing had really started. So I was kind of like in this weird limbo, but I remember you talking to me a lot about taking care of myself and just kind of like leaning into that. And then also like my mindset and clearing my mind and like, um, just being yourself and keep making offers. You know, that's kind of what I kept telling myself in my head is like, do what feels natural, keep making offers and, and also, you know, make sure that your mindset is right and that you're just, you know, letting it flow, not really overthinking it. And so when I was on vacation, I leaned in a lot into that. I was just really just leaning into myself. Um, I was, you know, reading, I was journaling every day. Um, I was like, you know, kind of like taking all the, mind trash out really (laughs) and I felt so so good and when I came back to reality it kind of stuck like I actually started doing yoga once a week at work I started you know just focusing on myself and my sanity and it just felt like so freeing and I honestly was so, so zen like I just felt like I was just like okay what's you know one by step by step I didn't feel rushed I didn't feel pressure i was just like if anything i wanted to keep pushing things back <laughs> you know i was like oh well, i don't want to take discovery calls right now i want to do it later or you know so i just kept doing what you said literally i was like you know keep making offers uh keep providing value and and that's really what i kept doing over and over. Not only did i see a change in like, you know, people who were reaching out for discovery calls, but i saw also a change in my newsletter and how many people subscribed. It, it was growing and growing just from like constantly making those offers, putting that in my stories and connecting all of it together and then of course providing value. I even saw a change in my newsletters. I just felt so different. I i felt like i could i wasn't overthinking. I was just flowing and it felt natural and it felt so much better than it was in the past.
0: I think people like to ignore that part of the results that they get. Cause I talk a lot about repeating results and just like staying in motion. Right. And the thing is, people think they always want to, and our brains want to do this, they, it wants to go to the actions, like the business actions. And it's like, if we just take the same business actions, then we'll feel better the next time. But it's never about the actions. It's like always about where your mindset is at. It's always about how like good you're taking care of your mind and your mindset and yourself and your body and like doing, I think the most important actions are the actions that make you feel better. Like make you feel better and not spin out. Were there any times in like definitely that first like month and a half, two months when we were working together? Cause I remember a couple times you're like, um, like, is this it? Like, this is all I'm supposed to do. And we would go on one-on-one call we would have our one-on-one calls and you'd be like ah, I feel like I should be like doing something <laughs> I feel like I should be like doing something more and I was like no no just keep making offers and keep trusting yourself and keep working out and keep doing your yoga and keep you know it that was like the most important and a lot of people fight me like with with this kind of advice um they'll be like wait but this is enough I should do this da, 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 da. What did you tell yourself about the coaching you were getting from me? And also, like, what were you telling yourself about the the process, trusting the process?
1: You know, I just trusted you. And I think it was because, like, I had listened to your podcast for so long that I felt like you were literally in my head. (laughs) Everything (laughs) that you said, like, resonated so much. So I just listened to you and I kept repeating the things that you told me to myself, provide value, you know, and like just focus on, you know, yourself really. And so I think when you were telling me those things, I was like, okay, I trust her process. And I trust that you know, she is, is giving me the right guidance. And, you know, even when sometimes I'll get in my head, I'm like, well, can I, should I do this? Should I do that? When we get on the call and if we've, it's happened several times, they're just like, no, your mindset is good. So, you know, just keep doing it. Just work out. I was like, okay, because, you know, working out is one of the things I'm working on for myself, right? Like, just like people want to work on their money, I'm trying to work on my fitness. And so for me, that's like, one of the most important things. And it takes my mind off of everything. Yeah. So I think I just leaned into it. And I just was like, I'm putting it in her hands. And you know, what's interesting is that even when I was, you know, doing the 10k investment, I was like, I know that she's going to help me get results. Like I just knew it was like, there was no doubt in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though I had at least two other people that have told me that in the past before, when I was thinking about working with you, mm-hmm. they were like, do it. You're going to make it back. You're going to make it back. And I was still like, I don't know. I don't know. You yes. know? So it took me a while to get there. It took That's me a okay. while to be like, yeah. you know, I know she will get results. So I just listened to you. Literally everything that you've said to me, I repeated my head mm-hmm. all, all day, most days. And I tried to stick with it so that I don't, you know, overthink myself to death or something
0: yeah 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 Yeah. and here's the thing y'all I'm not creating the results but I do want to call something out you thinking and believing that I'm the coach to help you and thinking like this is the program the coaching one-on-one coaching program I need to get myself to the next level you just telling yourself that you diving into that belief and just being like, yes, everyone was right. Yeah, I should absolutely do this. Yep. It's going to work. And you believing that deeply before you saw any results is such an important piece of the process. Like you have to trust and believe that what you're intending to create, you're going to create, and that you just have to show up and keep doing the work. You just got to show up and continue doing the work, not with this energy of like, well, this didn't happen. Like I need, well, this client said no. Like it's not about even clients saying yes or no. It's like, who are you becoming in the process of trusting the process? And I think one thing I saw in you, one, you are extremely coachable. Like you just trusted me. It's so much easier when people, and I I say easier, but I, I, (laughs) I love all my clients, but I think for you, and I think this attributes to your results is you trusted, you trusting me really is you trusting you because you made the investment. Like I didn't force her to be here. Like you made that investment. So I I want to reiterate that for the listeners is like when you're making an investment, you're not really making it sure the person is like getting your money or whatever. But what's really happening is you're throwing down a lot of money and betting on yourself. And of course, it's scary. Like, of course, it's scary. But that's really you growing massive self-trust, knowing like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to create this period. Okay. Let's talk about your first like ah ahas, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously I know your story because we talk weekly. (laughs) Um, but let's talk about your first aha moments where you're like, Oh my God, this is working. So tell us about that. Like when you started signing, like the first couple clients, let's say, um, what clicked for you or what did your brain
1: tell you? So it's funny that you bring that up because, you know, a lot of the things that I was struggling with as far as like, you know, some of the objections people had or like, you know, me feeling salesy or icky about the way I was approaching calls or like, or feeling anxious about it. You know, I watched your portal videos and we coached on things like, you know, a lot of questions and I just really like took on what you told me and utilized it, right? So I think for me, one of the first ones was during one of my calls. I remember um, I was on a call for a while and you know, one of the things, the biggest things that I got from working with you is being a listener and being curious, which I don't think, cause I'm a natural talker. <laughs> so I was so like, am okay. I. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I just have to be quiet and listen. And I, and just doing that was a huge change for me. Right. I was like, Oh, I'm hearing these things. I'm really like, you know, finding what they need help with. So there was one call where I started and at first she said, well, no, let me talk to my partner because, you know, so and so, whatever. And then I kept talking to her. And I I said, you know, well, do you want to talk about it? Like, do you want you have more questions? And so we got into more of a conversation and the call ended with, let's do it. I'm 100% in, you know, but it was literally using the questions and the, the curiosity that you taught me to have. And I also, you know, and I've said this so many times where you not only made me like, you know, a better at you know, creating results, but also you made me a better coach, you know, because you taught me how to listen and ask questions instead of just saying, kind of giving orders, you know, as a money person, I'm just like, listen, this is how you do it. Just do A, B, and C, you know? Um, So I think you taught me to, to be more curious about what they're saying to me, what that means, and to keep asking questions. And that was one of the biggest, like, oh my God, I did it. Like, I did it. I used the exact tools that you taught me and I turned a we'll see into a hundred percent yes. You know, and then that was that was one of my biggest ones, I think. And um even when I had somebody tell me no, it was it didn't hurt as much this time, I feel like. Um, and I kind of, you know, was thinking, I'm like, I want to watch my call to see what I could have done better. And I really took it as like a learning opportunity. And I think that's something else you've taught me is that, you know, to look at every call as a learning opportunity. And it really just makes me less anxious about it. It's just like, let me see what I can learn from this call. And even if they don't sign up with me, at least I can learn what people that are watching me need.
0: Right. A hundred, a hundred percent. I don't think people... I think a lot of what's keeping a lot of people from showing up as like the coach on the call is because they are mentally like they want the sale and they're focused on wanting the sale. And look, it's totally okay if you want the sale. Everybody wants the sale. Okay. (laughs) Everyone wants a sale, but you have in the call, like literally on the call, your job isn't to close the sale. like, it's never closing the sale. And the the more you step out of closing the sale and the more you lean into, let me see how I can help this person. Like, can I help them? Like, can I help them? And asking yourself, like, and then just listening. I mean, I reiterate this so much on to, to all my clients and to myself. I'm like, on sales calls, we have to be listening and like talking less and listening more. And it's always going to help you figure out how you could really help someone and make the offer. And then they decide. Like, I've been thinking a lot about um, objection handling. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I barely ever handle objections. I'm just asking questions and being curious. And it comes from that place. And it's never like, look, if one of the first one of the biggest, I think most important questions I ask for people who are coming off confused is, well, first, can we just make a decision on whether you want this or not? Like, that's just decision number one. Like, do you want this? Is this an automatic yes? Or are you debating the yes or no? Because if you're debating the yes or no, then that's like, I don't even want you to go into the money, right? How you're going to pay for it. It's really just figuring that out. And if that's an absolute yes, then it's like, do you want to figure out the money stuff? Right, like, is are you willing to do that? Do you want to do that? And I was, I'm curious for you. How did your own money, like, cause money coaches have money scarcity too, guys? <laughs> Let's just be clear here. I, I have a lot of money uh, coach clients. How did your own money stuff, like, how has it evolved as you've had this influx of multiple five figures in such a short period of time? How has your thoughts changed about money and like people paying for things?
1: Well, you know, what I really have realized is when you really want it, you make it happen. Right? Yeah. When you really want it, you figure out to make it happen. And I think for a long time, I thought because I'm helping people who are struggling with money that they wouldn't necessarily know that they have money or or they wouldn't have money, period, to pay, right? And so I think now what I've seen, really, I've seen it from my clients, yeah, and I've seen it for myself, is that like, if you want this, you will figure it out mm-hmm. how to make it happen.
0: Yeah, when you've seen it with your own eyes, it's like mm-hmm. it's hard for someone else to argue, like, oh our communities are struggling. Our communities absolutely are struggling. We're trying to help them. (laughs) Like that's not a lie, but I always think, and I, I, I think about the immigrant experience and I think about like our, like my mom, for example, who like, she, I mean, she was a single mom with two kids, right? Like she went to work. She, we were in, I don't know, babysitters, daycare, all the things. And I think about her, she always figured out how to get money when she needed it. And I think it's like, we need to give our own communities, whatever community you're part of listening, but like, you have to start giving your community a lot more, like not, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, give them a lot more slack, is that the word? No. But like really just start realizing what you're saying about them in your own mind because a lot of the time, yeah, just because someone is struggling doesn't mean they're not intelligent enough or risk they they they're not willing to take a risk. That's that doesn't equal the same thing. And I don't know, I'm very obviously I'm really passionate about this stuff, but yeah, I thank you for bringing that up. Okay. I want to ask you, I want to keep this conversation going. So you made, I think you like closed a couple clients at once. I don't know if it was like three or five. It was a lot. Yeah. Three so much so that you like, you couldn't take another client for like a month and a half out. Right. Cause you have limited space and you became fully booked. Like you're just fully booked like that. And then were like, let's see. I, I, I advised or like I coached you on like, let's book out for the future, right? Tell me about the, like, the process that you went through in your mind as you created a wait list and you, you basically were like the designer of your own business. Like you orchestrated exactly what you wanted and how you wanted to what you wanted to sell, how you wanted to sell it and like the times that you wanted to sell it because your time and energy is so important. When you're, you're wearing the, the hats that you are wearing, your time and energy is everything. Like it's everything. You can't show up to these calls and be like the coach and have the capacity to like serve someone at that level. If you aren't serving yourself, at least some, tell me about your experience in like one we raised your price we adjusted it really it wasn't like a huge huge increase we adjusted the price by the way we didn't mention this on the call we one strategy that natalia implemented in january was undercharging do you remember this yeah. Well, I don't know if you thought of it as an undercharge. Well,
1: actually, there's one that I can think of that's very clear to me. That's like, I was actually scared to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no, she's not going to like this, you know? But, yeah. But I remember, because I think you're the real price. I think you were just under, you, we set on a price and I told you, I think this is verbatim. I told you, well, if you really want to sell out, then I would just do this price. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, "Okay." And then you sold out. Yeah. And then I challenged you, or maybe you came to me, I forget, about increasing it to the what I think is the appropriate range. Mm-hmm. Did you have any thoughts about changing the price and then selling it at a new price? So I I didn't
1: really like I I think when we started working together because I just believed Everything that you were telling me, you know, and so at first, though, when you first told me like, okay, three thousand, I was like, oh man, like, it was it was really scary. It was really really scary for me because, you know, all of that imposter syndrome and all of that like, people, how are they gonna pay for this? And instantly, I was thinking payment plans, you know, like yeah, yeah. it was just like, how am I gonna do this? And then you said, look, focus on bringing the cash, and so we focus on doing payments in full. And then you know at a lower price so i can just get the clients in and like you know get booked out and that's exactly what i did and that's what happened right like i think it was like four clients signed up right away and you know it was like my first time really with people paying in full um that never really has happened over the past three years i've been in the business um and so then once i got booked out You know, I just said, okay, like now I have to start trying with 3000. But I think at that point I was like, I knew that 3000 is is it for me right now. Like this is where I need to be. And so I actually had pitched 3000 before and in that one didn't work out. And I was like proud of myself just for doing it just for saying yeah. that out loud and making that offer because yeah. i was i was so scared before i was like ooh oh no like this is this, this is going to be like you know shocking or something and and so the last you know because i've been so booked out and i had to push back my timing the last two have been 3000 and one was actually more than 3000 right and so i just feel like that's the appropriate price and i'm super confident in what i'm providing Um, I think that's another thing that I've been learning from this is just like, I'm super confident in what I'm doing as a coach Mm -hmm. and now that I feel like my, my business has more structure around it. Um, but I want to like, also, you know, give a shout out to you because this is also happening on a reduced schedule. (laughs) You know, like I told you, one of my big goals was to like, not have to work every single weekend. And so I literally bought a separate calendar for my business and I had to like frame it out. Okay. I have these clients. I need to meet with them twice a month. So I'm not going to have any openings until June. You know, and I just knew it. And I just, you know, I had to like settle into that. And, um, I think, you know, one of the big things for me was making sure that it might, that I saved my energy, especially for my family. And it was you that told me, you know, just don't work Saturdays. And so I was like, okay. And so I just blocked them <laughs> off and it felt great. You know, it felt great to have time, to have energy, to be present and then still be able to do this work, you know, in the other time slots that I had already said I was going to do. And so I think that was also big for me, not only just, you know, feeling confident in my pricing of what I'm providing, but also the fact that like I'm doing it in a way that feels good to me. Yeah. And I really, that's one of the biggest things that I wanted out of our coaching was like, how do I make this sustainable? Mm -hmm. Because I'm burning out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so doing what we did and restructuring my... My timing and when I'm going to work and when I'm not um, has really helped me. So I'm super intentional with my time. Mm-hmm. You know, on my Fridays off, I get every other Friday off, right? So I make it a point that I don't make any appointments before 930 so that I can do two things. One, drop off my daughter. And the second one is workout. Mm-hmm. No calls. Priority. Until exactly. And so I've done that. And then, you know, I'll schedule through the time because my daughter's at school. And then I'll usually do Sundays and sometimes in between the week, right? So that just has made me feel so much better. And I think just creating all of that ease in my business has allowed me to just, you know, feel like a better coach, feel more control, and not so much in my head.
0: I think the sustainability part is so important because what is the point of the money? If you are burnt out all the time, what's the point of the money if you keep going in the same circles? It's just not – it doesn't make sense. It's no fun. It's just takes a lot of uh, time and energy from the things that you want for your own life. A hundred, a hundred percent. And watching you make those decisions is – is so fun. (laughs) From my point of view, it was just like, Oh, you know, you could just take a day off whenever you want it. Like, you know, you could just, I mean, you've talked about this where if you're tired, like you were just, there was one weekend where you're like a little overwhelmed ahead of time. You're like, this is going to be crazy. And this is going to be crazy. And I'm like, you know, you could just change all of your calls if you want, (laughs) like, and take the entire weekend off.
1: I was actually going to say that was my another aha moment and I don't and I think I just needed to hear it from another person that you said you're the CEO, you're the boss. For so many times I felt like I have to do this because this is when this person can can meet or I have to do it because they really need me right now, right? I I can very easily fall into the trap of like um just drop everything and go for people, right? And so yeah. I think you establishing in me that like you are the boss. <laughs> You can make your rules even down to like you give them the schedule and and pick the two times you're going to meet and that's it. And I was even, you know, it was th- simple things that I think I I get in my head too much about that is very simple and clear. So having somebody else tell it to me just made it easier for me to own it.
0: Yeah. And that's like a big part of coaching. That's why Mm -hmm. I love coaching for me too, is like, for me, sometimes all I need is like permission that it's okay. And it's safe that Mm -hmm. to, to make this decision or to do things this way or like whatever the case is. Yeah. So in that was all, we have like a ton of months left of coaching. (laughs) (laughs) And this beautiful, beautiful, intelligent, smart, hardworking mama and wife and coach created $20,000 plus in our coaching business. I, what you did last year, you've made you've officially yeah. will make more this year than you did last year. If you stopped right now and just finished everything through. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's only March of 2023. That's mm-hmm. insane. So I'm really looking forward to what this year looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Um, What is the last thing that you want to share with people along who are, who are struggling to get fully booked, who are struggling to sign clients um, to even get clients in? Like, what is your advice to people who want to make $20,000 ASAP, it doesn't have to be in a month or two months or three months, but they, they want to like get some influx in what would be, let's say your top three recommendations. What would you, what would you recommend?
1: Raise your prices. Yes. <laughs> number one, I'm yes. um, actually telling this to a, fr- uh, a friend of mine um, who's also a coach. And um, second one would be keep making offers. No matter if it's offers for discovery calls or to subscribe to your newsletter, any kind of offer, just do it. Um, and the third one is lean into what makes you feel good and helps you clear your head because that will make you automatically like do everything else with ease, right? And the more mm-hmm. I cleared my head out... The easier these calls are, the easier it is to be present and the easier it is to be curious because I'm not in my own head about something else.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I think those are my top three.
0: Yeah, that's so, so good. Wait, I have one more question for you. Mm -hmm. What do you say to people who are like, but it's not mindset work. It's not mindset work.
1: Like it's not mindset work that they have to do. Yeah. Or, like the people who oh, are resisting oh, and they were like, oh, I yes. just have to do
0: this, this, and post no. this and do a video and then send yeah. an email and then, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I. it's not about doing more. Yeah. It's not about doing more at all. In fact, for me, it's been about how do I do less? Mm. That's what it really has been for me, right? I've reduced the time that I'm available, I have reduced, you know, the amount of energy that I put into things, right? I focus on my clients and my clients only and making sure that they have what they need. And like I, I tell you all the time, like I'm no longer worried about my content, about about all these other things that used to take up my mental space because I'm always thinking about my clients, Yeah. And what they need. Yeah. And so honestly, that makes my life so much easier because I'm not like, you know, running 10 different ways.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent. When you can just focus on your clients. I think this is especially easier for people who know how to who like are know how to make content and they they've already created some content in their business, but they're not Mm -hmm. seeing the results they want. It's likely your mindset. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and. That alone can you'll see such a shift in if you're willing to do the work. and then there's the sales call stuff, which we we got into, yeah. and anybody who works with me has access to <laughs> um, but even, even the
1: discovery calls are like about your mindset too. Yes, you know? when you show up and you're anxious or you're distracted, then you're not being a good coach, right? And I feel like the energy can come into that. and so it's it's really like all about your mindset and what you tell yourself, <laughs> I've, you know, it's just big, this big, huge change for me. Um, when it comes to that on all aspects of my business.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy ass schedule to meet with me and to, you know, share your wisdom with the people on who listen to Latinas booked out. Thank you so much. Congratulations on everything that you have created in such a short period of time. I'm so looking forward to seeing what your business turns into in the next year, two years, five years, ten Ten years.
1: I know. I'm like, I
0: don't know.
1: (laughs) You're you're helping me get there. But yeah, it it was scary for me because for so much of it is like, i just go by my energy, right? Like, okay, right now I'm not feeling it, so I'm not going to do nothing. But then I get into like, oh, I want to do everything. So then it's like, you're just crazy. Um, But thank you for having me. It's an honor. It's an honor because- I, I literally binged your podcast. And I remember when I the first time I met you in person, yeah. I told you, I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a podcast. <laughs> and then you were like, damn, I'm doing something wrong then because yeah. I didn't know. I remember I had followed you because I was like, oh, like she's Latina or she's what, chapina. So I was like, yes. Any chapinas? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know you had a podcast. And then when I when you told me what it was and I started like binging it, it was like you were in my head. It was like everything I needed to hear. So to me, it's an honor to be on this other side of it.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you. And you're so right. I remember, yeah, I remember when I did meet you and you were like, I don't know you had a podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing a horrible job marketing it then because everybody needs to know. I'm always looking at myself, y'all. And it's so funny. This The, the podcast is a big part of my um marketing this year too. So I, I'm just so honored to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I will see you soon. (laughs) Um, but thank you for being on the show. Where can everybody find you? And, um, when's the next time they could like work with you or how can they support you?
1: Yeah. So I'm primarily on Instagram, mom, underscore money, underscore boss. Um, the next time you could probably work with me is in June. And, um, I do have a wait list that you can sign up for, um, and then my newsletter—that's pretty much all I'm doing. I'm keeping it simple, simplifying, and I'm really pouring into my uh, my newsletter right now. In the meantime, while I focus on my clients,
0: I adore you. I will. I will see you later. Go follow her. Um, thank you for being on the show. We'll see you next time you're on the show, possibly. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I know you've told me like, "Oh, you're gonna make a
1: hundred k," and I was like, "What? No." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey amiga if you are not on my email list you are missing out on some juicy content i share sales and marketing tips every single week plus you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening To get on the list, sign up for my free training, how to sell out four figure offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time.